6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Uh, let's uh, lighten things up a little bit. We'll move from wait times and the healthcare system to maybe how you can pass the time this weekend as we're joined by our movie connoisseur and critic, Steve Stebbing. Hey, Steve. Hey, it's nice to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. Hope things are it good has. in your world. Uh, things are all right over here. Hopefully everything's good for you too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, things are much better actually. Thanks. So Steve, just curious before we get into your list today, and I love some of these that are on this list, <laughs> your thoughts on uh, the Oscar noms for best picture. Uh, I, I mean, and we're going to talk about it in a second. Yeah. Uh, the love for Minari just really warms my heart, especially to see that Stephen Ewan got a Best Actor nomination, uh, the first Asian-American actor to do that, and I really hope he gets it. Um, I think Anthony Hopkins could be a, another shoe-in as well. Um, and I also think it's a little bit of a red herring that um, Mank got so many nominations. Uh, as, as good of a movie as... And I, like, I really enjoy the movie just because yeah. I love film history and stuff like that. I just don't think it's the strong contender, even though the nominations kind of don't reflect that. Interesting stuff. All right, we'll get to Minari in just a moment. First, though, let's kick things off with uh, an animated. It's, I think it's, isn't it animated? Yeah. I think it is. It is animated. It's called, and we have something for everyone today on the list, <laughs> which I absolutely love. So let's start with this one. It's Rhea and the Last Dragon. This world has changed. Our people are divided. Love is a bridge. Raya, my daughter. Trust is a gift. We can be unified again. Give it and it gets better. But someone has to take the first step. My father believes we can make a better world. We need to work together. My girl Raya and I are going to fix the world. I do wish to join this fellowship of particularly. Let's go. All right, so that one sounds like a, a perfect timed film for the lives mm -hmm. that, that we're in right now. But you say mm -hmm. this one really deserves to be on the big screen. Yeah, this was the first time that I really felt the the absence of theaters like i really like it, it hits hard when you watch it at home but just how insanely vibrant it is and and how beautiful the action looks i was like oh this is you really know that they meant to put this on the big mm -hmm. screen so it is a step down to watching your home theater but uh, depending on how good your system is you can still get a great experience because at the end of the day it's a great movie you said you loved it and your family loved it. So I love yeah. the fact that, you know, as an adult, you loved it. The kids loved it. All mm -hmm. of that. You say it ranks yeah. right up there with like the Lion King. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like a, a very much return to form. Uh, well, it's kind of like, uh, like Moana was great as well. So it kind of walks hand in hand with that movie. Okay. Next one up is called Some Kind of Heaven. You're calling this <laughs> absolutely captivating from the get-go. This was the first I'd heard of this film. I can't wait to hear more. Let's take a listen to what it's all about. The village is like being on vacation every day. The Disney World for retirees. It is like going off to college. You come here to live. You don't come here to pass away. There is no place like this. This is Nirvana. All right, so is this 
a real is it's a documentary real. is it yeah. true is it or it's not made yeah, up this is a, yeah no this is a documentary and it, it is all takes uh, it's all shot at uh, a place called the village in uh, in florida which is basically <laughs> a self-contained uh retirement town essentially oh. there's all the amenities and everything there multiple golf golf courses like it, it like he said in the, in the trailer it's disneyland for retirees uh but then the director uh who is just just in his mid-20s like he's he's over uh, over half a century younger than his subject he decides to focus on the five people that are absolutely miserable there <laughs> and are having the absolute worst time and it gets into to to to, to gender things. I mean, all, all the all the women and, and the doting wives and stuff are like are, are like upset that like they thought that things would improve in their marriage and and, and doing stuff together and all this stuff and the attitudes would improve. And then there's all the old 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 dudes that are just basically like, let me do what I want. And they're all of a sudden like reverting back to like adolescence and like not be just feeling caged and stuff. And I, there's so much interesting human dynamic that work in this movie uh, i was blown away by it and is that what it is it is is it just the, the human story that attracted yeah. you so much to it really yeah yeah well one of the guys is a guy that's basically moved his way from california he's living in his van hoping hoping to woo one of the widowers in this community so he can move into their house and then basically live behind the hog it's so fascinating interesting stuff all right it's called some kind of heaven we'll have to check that one out all right we talked about it off the top of the show it's up for best picture it is called minari david look they're wheels they're wheels <laughs> What a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord. If you're here with us for the first time, please stand. What a beautiful family. Glad you're here. All right, Minari. It's about a, a Korean family on the search for their American dream. Tell us more. Yeah, I, I joked on Twitter uh, last weekend that I would watch a four-hour cut of this movie easily and not feel exhausted by it um <laughs> i absolutely love this movie it's such an, an incredible story uh, of yeah a, a korean family looking for the american dream in the 1980s so they moved to arkansas to make their own farm uh and, and grow uh uh, Korean vegetables for for local for local produce shops and everything, and uh, I mean it's such a, a fascinating story about uh, the divide between uh, new immigrants and that dream and, and how hard it is to obtain it. Uh, it's also about family dynamics and politics and everything. And uh, I mean, uh, I think his name's Alan Yang, the uh, the, the young mm -hmm. boy in it, uh, is just. He'll, he'll steal your heart, and so will Grandma. And Grandma is nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I just, you know, when the Oscars come along, I just want Minari to be the parasite of this okay. year and just take everything. Is it deserving, though? That's the thing. Yeah. Is it deserving? Yeah. Yes, it is. All I right. believe 100% it is, and it makes you feel good. Okay. It's one of those movies when the credits hit, you feel good. All right. So.
Yeah. Minari, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll watch for that one coming up. All right, so I saw this next one. My husband and I were sitting around one night thinking, oh, let's find something, maybe some mind candy. And I'm like, hey, I think these were the ones that were in Bridesmaids. It's called... <laughs> it's, it's, real, it's real mind candy. It is fun. Barb and Star go to Vistel, Vista Del Mar. Take a listen. I'm Star. Short for Starbra. I assume yours is Barbara. Nope, just Barb. <laughs> Plain old Barb. I want to thank Barb and Star for hosting tonight's Talking Club and for making their hot dog soup. I like the salt. I like the hot dog. It's not <laughs> as runny as it usually is. Ah, what is she throwing? Oh, she gives me bigger teeth. Love big teeth. She loves big teeth. Even if it's just two eyes on a bunch of teeth. <laughs> All right, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you loved Bridesmaids, you're going to love this. Again, yeah. it's just, it's mind candy. It's fun. And, yeah. um, you know, tell, <laughs> tell us about it. <laughs> I mean, it's friendship, vacations, and cool lots. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so much good stuff about this movie. You know that uh, Annie, uh, Annie Mamolo and Kristen Wiig were sent away to write, like, a Bridesmaids 2 or something like yeah. that and came up with these ridiculous characters that have so much truth within these characters. We know you know somebody likes these characters yes. i guarantee it and and then they just take that outline of a story and do whatever the hell they want because this movie has no parameters and it <laughs> and it just does anything i mean kristen wick plays both a uh, star in this movie and the villain yes uh, and she does whatever she wants honestly and it, it's so refreshing i loved it and you know what one of the things that I, I i i that keeps popping into my head about and it's something really really small but if if you have curly hair and you're in uh, and you're in florida you know how humidity affects your hair yeah and you you would see things again it's a small thing but i'm like oh yeah no that's that's totally again a small thing but just funny those little things about trying to deal with it it's a fun silly mm -hmm. movie but uh, you know what? If you're looking to pass a couple of hours on a Friday or a Saturday night, check out Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I have to tell you, Steve, I am working myself up to see this next movie. It is on the list. I've heard great things about it. I need to get my heart ready for it, though, I think, and, uh, and some tissues for the tears. It's called Supernova. All right. If you had one wish in the world, what would it be? I wish this holiday wouldn't end. So, can you tell that it's gotten worse? I'd like to make a speech. I, uh... Well, maybe, maybe Sam will do it for me. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. you do it for me. Now, as most of you will know, I'm slowly losing my ability to remember. And I definitely wouldn't be here if it weren't for this man next to me. All right, two of my absolute faves, yeah. Colin Firth, Stanley Tucci. They are uh, a couple, one of them dealing with early onset dementia. Yeah, and they're going on a tour in their RV across England to basically do a farewell tour, uh, visiting all their friends. I, I mean, these two are, are intellectuals, they're writers, and so are their friends, so they want to kind of give one last hurrah. And honestly, even hearing that trailer hits my heartstrings mm. uh, because this movie consistently and constantly plays them so well. Uh, two of the best 
uh, actors uh, working today, Colin, uh, Colin Firth and uh, and Stanley Tucci, just giving the the most heartfelt and soul wrenching performances. Uh, the fact that people aren't really talking about Supernova that came out in VOD last month, mm-hmm. maybe at the beginning of last month, is like makes me sad as well. Like it's it's like, come on, can we can we get some accolades here? Can we get some word of mouth? Because it really is that special of a movie. I wonder if it's because just the times, and I mean sometimes heavier movies, even if it is a, a great movie, yeah. if the people are looking for like Barb and star go to Vista Del Mar right instead <laughs> you know what's lots of people texting it's okay but where can I see these movies uh, generally a lot of them are on VOD Barb and Star makes its debut in April on Netflix so that okay. one's going to be regular uh, viewed for uh, regular viewed for anybody like I think it's going to be one of those number one trendings as soon as it hits uh, and uh, I think they're working on a deal right now for streaming for uh, some kind of uh, heaven. Uh, but right now, all of those was, you, would be on your cable boxes right on now. On the cable box. Steve Stebbing joining us today. We're finding out what we should be watching at the home box office. And Steve, we are going to be almost out of time here. We want to put Steve up there for me, Kellen? Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we're running out of time here, Steve. Okay. Um, so I'm going to jump ahead to uh, the crime scene. Now, you mentioned Firefly, Firefly Lane on Netflix. You say it's worth checking out. Get past the first episode, though, and then it gets better. Yeah, it's a little it's a little dry and a little uneventful until like the last, I would say like four minutes of our first episode. But it's just kind of establishing things. And I love Sarah Chalk, who is also Canadian. Okay. Uh, I wanted to get to this one. It's called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Throughout its history, the Hotel Cecil has always had a dark persona. People call it Hotel Death. This was a place where serial killers let their hair down like Richard Ramirez who would come back covered in blood and no one's got a problem with that okay it's got a Canadian connection this one does yeah yeah because it's kind of around the disappearance of a UBC student named uh, Lisa Lamb who went missing uh, and it's not a story that I was really following at the time so when this series was unfolding to me it was much more new to me than a lot of people that were following the story but for me I, I think the most interesting thing is the, uh, the Cecil Hotel itself in, in Los Angeles which is just a hotbed uh, of drugs and, and prostitution and, and horrendous crimes and assaults and even Richard Ramirez would would uh, end up staying for long periods of time there. And I mean, anyone who just watched the Night Stalker documentary on, on Netflix mm-hmm. knows all about that dude. And it's just like a weird uh, little focused uh, place of almost evil in the middle of Skid Row. Okay, and that is on Netflix. Uh, we had a whole other list of stuff to get to. Uh, that was on Netflix and Apple TV, but we're pretty much out of time. You mentioned sure. For All Mankind Season 2, which is really good. Biggie, if you if you love music documentaries, Biggie, yeah. I got a story to tell about Biggie Smalls, a great rapper, um, you know, want to check that one out. But I know you love your horror films. <laughs> so yes, let's I talk do. before we leave about Calls, which is on Apple TV. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is a weird, like, event story. Like, it's very vague in how it starts, and it's just kind of... uh 
ramping up the drama of, of a coming event. And uh, I mean, because this is a week by week episode released from, from uh, Apple TV. So you're not exactly sure what it's building up to, but it uses, uh, of course, current technology and everything to tell this story. And it comes from director Fede Alvarez, who remade Evil Dead uh, and did it so well and also did the movie uh, Don't Breathe. So the guy knows his suspense, knows how to push your buttons mm-hmm. and knows what makes you, what keeps you up at night. He knows, he knows all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, he can keep it to himself as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I know you love them. I, uh, they freak I me do. out. Calls <laughs> is on uh, Apple TV. Steve, we're out of time. want to thank you for making time for us today. Of course. Of course, um, we'll talk to you next month, okay? Sounds good. Yeah, you betcha. Steve Stebbing, you can follow him at the Steve Dead on Twitter. His website is stevestebbing.com. The list was very long today. We didn't get to near all of them. If you're interested, if you're wondering what to watch at the home box office, 